You are listening to The Fascia Guide, a podcast about the living body, about new research and a new perspective on health, pain and what it means to be alive. The Fascia Guide is a conversation between Hans Bolin, innovator and fascia expert, Per Johansson, doctor of human ecology and historian of science and ideas, and me, Axel Bolin. First of all, welcome, guys. Thank you. Good to have you here. We have talked before about what fascia is and how it is a new way of looking at the body, a new perspective, a new paradigm in the way of understanding things, but also what it is in terms of what it actually consists of. And before we enter the discussion today about what fascia actually does, let's repeat what it is from one one of the definitions that we had. So we talked about fascia as the fabric of life, the structure and flow between the cells, the structure outside of the cells, which sustains the processes by holding connection, communication, and interaction between all parts of the body. So there is the structural part, the fibroblast, the collagen fibers, and so on, and then the fluid flow that affects all around the body. But we need to look at this as something that is living and not something that is static. Uh, it's constantly changing and constantly evolving. What's interesting about fascia research or the what this way of looking at things results in is that the sum of all kinds of influences on the fascia, like what could affect the fascia, it's affected by many different things, and the sum of all individual variations that I am, my body consists of what I've been through through my life demands a different kind of understanding of how the body works. It's hard to make a clinical study showing how my thoughts and feelings are affecting my fascia. Because that's the that's the problem with fascia, that we need to look at it as something that's both general and personal. Both um, It's both something that's true for all of us, but also something that's unique for, for me. And that's a challenge with something that's that we said before, or it's connected throughout the whole body. It's one wholeness. It's one complete system. And it's it contains everything. So where do you start when you need to understand everything? Because it could quite quickly become quite complex. Uh, and when we did the document Fascia and the Living Body, we talked about three types of knowledge. The theoretical knowledge, experience-based knowledge, but also the principle understanding. And when talking about what fascia does and how fascia functions, it could be interesting to start from from that point of view. Per? Uh, yeah, we, we 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 find it u- found it useful to start from uh, the understanding of certain principles. Uh, I'm not sure if I uh, remember all of them now. It wasn't very many, many but it was, uh, per, for example, the, the principle of flow, uh, because you have you can have a general understanding in principle of f- flow as a physical process. And, and so, so uh, uh, another principle understanding is uh, the concept of pressure. But what does it mean to think in terms of principles? Like, how is that different from looking at uh, a clinical research study or a, an, a piece yeah, of anatomy okay. or something okay, like I that? See, I see what you mean. Um, yeah, when doing detailed research on fascia or uh, on any other aspect of the 
of the body, uh, you will have to look very closely in a specialized way on, on, on the details, simple, to put it simply. Generally, you have to focus on, on the details. And most of the research, research, medical research done focuses on, on, on details. How does, what does this molecular reaction mean in connection with this question and so on and so forth. The, the point of starting from principles is that principles help you to tell you what the role of more specialized understanding is in connection with understanding the whole. So if you are aware that everything that has to do with fascia and the living body is among other things concerned with flow, then fl understanding flow is a, 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 an understanding in principle, not only of fascia but of many other things in nature. Uh, and, and this in turn means that you can, you can, uh, you have a lot of help from other disciplines. In this case, for, for uh, physics, for example. And and uh, so, so uh, to to use a, a word, perhaps many people don't uh, are not aren't familiar with uh, thinking in terms of principles is a kind of heuristic. Uh, way of thinking. Heuristic means that you, you, you make certain very general assumptions uh, which, you, which you take for granted must apply whatever you, you study. And, and in, in the last, um, last episode uh, I mentioned briefly that it, it's quite possible to start to think about fascia in terms of complex systems and complex adaptive systems, which which is part of, which is a certain kind of systems theory. And systems theory is always concerned with holes. So if you think in in principle in terms of systems in a certain way, in this case, though living systems, uh, there's a lot of very general principle understanding established in many different disciplines within biology, within chemistry, within physics. Uh, and and you, you, it has been found that, for example, principles of self-organization follow similar, sim, uh, seem to follow simil similar paths, whatever the specific object of study. So that's one example of, of, of a principle understanding. What's interesting with principle understanding, so prin a principle way of thinking, is that it can become a bridge between what we know from experience and what we learn theoretically. It's a it's a platform we platform we can stand on to understand a complex thing. Because if if you look at it like, okay, fascia contains everything that you've ever been to. That's that quickly becomes quite complex. But if you look at a principle instead of flow like you said so all that lives has a flow each living cell or organism has a flow of water and energies and particles and molecules and light and sound and vibrations yeah, whatever so and uh, also principles are scale independent so so the principle of flow applies whether you're studying mole molecular processes in detail or or you study entire ecosystems that uh, you you find on a, in, a, in a certain way uh, similar 
principles at work. And uh, as a rule, uh, it's also, uh, I would say at least, uh, in fact easier to relate an understanding of principles to how you experience things than it is to relate a more detailed understanding of things to how you experience things. It's rather difficult to to translate the understanding of a certain molecular process in terms of experience. But if you think, if your starting point or reference point is to think in terms of principles, it's rather easy to to also uh, f- well, you, you could say, feel how it works. I should add, and, and this is important, it, be, just because you have a, a sort of uh, understanding in principle of something doesn't mean that you understand how it works in detail. Hmm. You always have to... Understanding in, in principle is... is a, a, you could say it's a way of zooming out from the details and see the forest instead of just all, just every tree. I think it's quite interesting when when you when you meet people and we 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 all always ask uh, questions of how are you how are you living and what what's the problem actually I think we are actually asking questions about the environment you have been in what kind of environment have you been in living in and the thing is that um, usually in when you when when they fill up the, the forms when they come to us. They write something, and then they start to to, to tell us what uh, what what have had what had happened, and usually the living body usually tell the problems that they have been uh, coping with, the environment they've been living in, and the the environment or the pressure or the or the lack of flow, they is usually one explanation to pain or uh, stagnation or something else that within within the body when 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 you look at the the living body it's i think it's we are made for for movement so you you can you can see if if you look at a horse or a, a dog they 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 try they move the dog and the horse to see how it's move is it something wrong with the horse we don't do that with humans but maybe you should <laughs> see what's what's wrong but when when problem when you see when you when you look at what kind of environment have you been in, um, then you can usually then then the the as you said we have a self-organized system. So the the body is going to self-organize due to the environment you've been in. So the interesting thing is to see what what and that, that's also the environment is also the lack of stress you have been in through in into and or or lack of sleeping or or um or pressure you have on yourself um or things that you really don't want to um understand or look into i think the, the interesting thing to see is when you look at i think i had one one of the one uh, woman i had she had been having migraines for every week for 10 years once a week every 10 years and um, 
And 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 when it was not so, when when you look from we we we, we always do picture from from the front and from the back and from the side. She hadn't that that lack of of posture and balance. She has a little bit thing with to 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 move her head to the uh, to the right, and she had an accident, a concussion. Uh, but the, the, when when then I started because when you have migraines every week, uh, people around you do, doesn't see it. You look well. But you feel sick. So she was uh, home from the work at least once a week, once a day, every week. And the, the, sh- her uh, colleagues thought that she was, uh, f- uh, what do you call it? She was uh, playing it or she was faking it. Faking it. Mm-hmm. But she had a lot of, of pain. So, and then I, 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 <laughs> then I started, I, I think I should uh, t- tell her about. Uh, uh, my sister's um, uh, daughters they got cancer, and b- because it was because uh, in the, in the, she, she wrote a book and in the, in, the, in the end of the book she said that everything was hell. But then the, the, she has one sentence: "Do you do you regret anything? No, because it's my life. So hell could also they could also be because here's your life." And said she said to me, so she has all, she had also also cancer. Did you have cancer? Yes, when I was four years old. Did um, uh, did the, the doctor said that this was going to be hopeful? Yes. Did he lie? Yes. Did your did your parents said that it was it's going to be okay? Yes. Did they lie? Yes. Because young children know when you lie. So the only thing she she had been experienced was quite crazy. It was, was too experienced. What is hopelessness? So, it was two things with her, with her, with her. Uh, the the thing she had a migraine. One was the 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 thing that she was experienced when she was four. Didn't understand. She would lie to. And the other was the concussion she had. And when you released all th- those two th- things, the the concussion or the the whiplash, and the trauma she had, then she was healed. So the complicated with with when you look at the fascia and and the connect all the body, it's living, and it wants to live without without burdens, without carrying memories. That's that's because the the, the, the interesting with with the body is how how many trillions of cells we have, but they 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 get. I think we are, I think I have. I think we have one hundred thousand new cells every second. So it's one hundred thousand cells that would die every second. So we are actually living in in living and dying all the time, all the time, all the time. So dying is not hard for the body to do because we, we, when, if if the cell is is not well, you die. So the body is is, is living. Uh, um, it's quite brutal. Yeah. So so life is be- is brutal but beautiful. So, so one thing that that, that fascia and, and 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 to see the whole is to see what have you been, what kind of environment have you been in, what have you been, uh, what's what's your, what's what's the what's the cause of all the pain that or or, or the trauma or the the lack of flow or the lack of or the too much pressure you have, and that's a thing that's that you have to look at, at other things and ask other things. And the, the 
interesting that usually the living creature or the living body will tell you what's the, what's the problem. This is a perfect example of how extremely personal that is as well. Because her the situation you're describing, her situation, that's only her. Yeah. Like it's it's her experience of being lied to when she when she was four years old. That's what started this whole process in, in her. That's that was the the root cause of everything. And and that experience can't be measured or studied or understood from that point of view. You can't understand it by making a clinical study of, of no. that kind of a situation because it's so the circumstances are so unique. Hmm. But it's true, it's happened. So that's why it's interesting when we're gonna talk about what fascia does and how fascia works to understand that it is this extreme personal part of it. But that can be understood from a principle perspective. Because we, we, we really went down and looked at it and, and looked at the um, the quote I ended with with the, lo- the last episode from, from Carol Davis about the, the whole structure that suddenly mm-hmm. gets some kind of push or a wound appears. And when the wound appears, the whole structure is forever changed. That led us into a discussion or that leads us into a discussion of, of how the life we lead actually directly affects our flow and our structure. So, so our body... The fascia in our body is two things, basically. It's flow and structure. And the flow affects the structure. So the more flow you have, the more your structure rebuilds. The less flow you have, the less your structure rebuilds. And we will talk soon about what happens when you when you have um, impaired flow or, imp- or a structure that goes together. But, but the thing is that how we're living our life actually affects our physical structure. Yeah, and, and, and I, as I was in... in, in uh, another part of Sweden last week and had a, a, in, a, a new clinic that we started. And one of the uh, participants who came, came there, she, she was uh, about 55 years old. And um, she had a, uh, I started treating her and she had a, uh, my, uh, a device for sugar, uh, the sugar in the blood. So do you have uh, diabetes? Yes, I have diabetes type one. When did you get that? Five years ago. How? What happened? How did you get diabetes type 1 five years ago? I was burned out. Okay. Have you stopped stressing now then? And she's all red. Because <laughs> she was still stressed. So the thing the thing is, if, if, you, if you can get the diabetes type 2 situation within the body. Type 1. Type 1. Oh. Or due to stress and, and what you call burnout yourself, self uh, what you call what what's the word in English? Yeah, burned out. Yeah, that, then you can see how much what's was with with lots of pressure, long time. It will actually make something completely change in the body, and that's another way of looking at diabetes type one and type two. What, what's the what's the uh, the main reason for it, and how can you reverse it? And and uh, that's I think that was quite interesting to see. Uh, can you res- reverse it? And what, what, what kind of... Co- the thing that happened also was when we treated her, her blood sugar went, went up. So it was quite interesting. So so maybe she was had uh, f- uh, sugar, uh, caramelized sugar, sugar in, in, the, in the tissue. So caramelized sugar in the tissue with, with manual treatment with a device got it released. So, 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 so if you see... 
if you if you look at the body in, in that way, if you look for for instance, we, we said on uh, if if you see the the thing about uh, tissue and tissue degeneration or tissue stiffness, uh, the the ground the, the if you look at cancer, so cancer the the pre status for cancer is inflammation. So can can actually tissue regenerations or tissue stiffness be explanation to different kind of the illness we have and the way we're living or the way we're conducting ourselves are the main reason for it then you can reverse lots of illness or diseases by this per, uh, fascia perspective but also, I mean, if we are to get to that understanding we need to look at things from a principal perspective so and, and that's what I mean we can do if we look if you understand things from that perspective and basically accept these basic principles um, and we this this will sound very obvious but that's kind of the point with it that it's obvious that it's it's almost like yeah of course it's like that yeah. but but it's but strangely easy to forget <laughs> the obvious <laughs> yeah and but if you really like think on it if you really um digest it if you really let it sink in this could be really powerful so the the four simple principles four simple truths that we've established of what, 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 what that we've established of what a body is is that we become what we do Okay. Yeah. So we become what we do. What we what we do actually physically becomes our body. So an example about uh, for that is if I do push-ups every day, my body will say, "Oh, he's doing push-ups every day. Twenty push-ups every day. Let's rebuild our body so that is simpler, so that works easier." Which means that if I do twenty push-ups every day, soon my muscles won't won't grow anymore. Soon I won't become stronger. Oh, it would just be the new status quo. So if I want to build up my body, I need to increase the amount of push-ups I do because then the body will adjust for that. In the same way, if I lift things a certain way every day, my body will say, oh, he's lifting things in a certain way every day. Let's make it easier for him to do that. Or if I walk five miles every day, or if I sit in the couch every day, or if I sit at a desk every day, my body will adjust itself so that doing what I do is easier. So... We're actually becoming what we do, not not in like a, a metaphorical way, but in an actual practical way. And the same way we are becoming what we eat. We tend to look at food and nutrients as something we do to get calories, so we can burn energy, so we can, you know, we look at ourselves as a car, but we're not a car because what we're eating actually is the fabric for the new cells we're creating. Because as Hans said, cells are created and die every day. So in, I think it was seven years, you exchange all your cells in the body. Which means that you, me, Hans, we we consist of what we have eaten the last seven years. So the, the hamburger I had the other week, week might be sitting in my thigh or in my brain or in my fingernail. So our body is actually it's actually what we eat. And understanding this, we kind of need to think about what we're eating in a different way. Not because it's good or bad, but because it's part of us now. So it's uh, that's the, yes, the second one. The third one is that we become what we think and feel. So thoughts and feelings like wor- worry, relaxation, stress, 
they initiate different processes in the body which directly affect the body's flow and structure. We talked about stress before. Like, if I'm stressed, my body will change physically. I will tense in some muscles, I will produce some hormones, I will stop with some processes, I will start other processes. The physical change of my body when I stress will be very real and practical, which means if I have a stress during a long time, that will also affect my body. And stress can come from thoughts, stress can come from memories. So all these things can affect how we are. And the same way we become the environment we live in. Like you said, Hans, what, what environment have you been in? If you are in a pumping city all the time with um, uh, pollution or with stress or with uh, artificial buildings or structures or all these things affecting you, it's completely different than being in a, in a calm forest. It actually feels different and it affects our body in a different way. So understanding that from a principal point of view, we can look at someone in front of us and see that, okay, they are the result of what they've been doing, what they've been eating, what they've been thinking and feeling, and where they have been. And then it's it's still complicated in a way, but it's simpler to to look at what the body actually is. And the conclusion of that is all these different things are different sorts of pressure. So pressure is everything that affects the body. And I think we mentioned in the first episode about our meeting with Julian Baker back in, in Washington on Fashion Research Congress, when he said that the body is complex, yes, but it's also really simple to understand what it does. It loads and unloads pressure. Mm. So you something happens, and then the body, the fascia, reacts to it, takes care of it, unloads it. So that's the, the main function of the body, is to load and unload pressure. Mm. And pressure is quite an interesting topic in itself because it's it's also everything right yeah you can't yeah you can't you can't get out of pressure not on the earth but the pressure is it's 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 yeah it's, it, it can be tissue tissue stiffness also if you look at if you look at frozen shoulder or or a fibrous a fibrous uh, tissue um, it's due to inflammation that's actually too much inflammation is a healing process. Inflammation is a healing process, but when when the body doesn't get out of it, then it's then you're stuck. Then it's low grade inflammation. The the thing that so interesting in 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 the body is that it can <laughs> it can adjust things really quick. So we did the, when we did the frozen shoulder. First we did frozen shoulder cases. So I think the the first case I did with frozen shoulder, I think it took like 20 minutes to to cure, and I think the record is seven minutes. And I talked with some of of a professor in, in Uppsala. It's really good at, at tissues, and and it's really good. One of the best in Sweden on it. He he said that uh, actually the complex system about healing the process, healing the body, it's a it's a it's a chain reaction. So if you got some kind of, of things happening, it's going to re- go really f- fast. The thing is to understand how can it go so fast sometimes and sometimes doesn't go fast. What's 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 the thing about it? And that's I think the the um, uh, the, the what we talk about uh, Gerald Pollack who is is uh, a uh, uh, scientist who is involved with water. He said that maybe it's 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 the fourth phase of water 
how much energy do we have in the body that's going to uh, see if how you heal so energy can also be or fourth phase of water water could also be thoughts if you can relieve thoughts if you can have good thoughts maybe it's easier to heal and the thing is i think that we have uh, that we are not so good at, at understanding it's the healing process is always ongoing in the body so if I got a, a scar, I usually said it to my when I meet people. If I got a scar on my, on my, as um, I got a knife on a scar on my hand, uh, that will heal itself. Yes, of course they say. Oh, yes, of course. But it's the same inside. If you have the right, uh, right possibility, the right things about it, it will heal. And that's the, the thing interesting with with fascia research is that. It's so many things that's occurring now that they have scientific proof for. For instance, that cartilage heals as quick as muscle tissue, and then we then you don't you don't need you don't need to to operate knees or hips because it would heal if you get the possibility to do it. So I think the 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 problem with um, to to look at the body in a, from a fascia perspective is that we have not been um it's not so it, it's not so common that we have that kind of perspective and um it's also um that it, usually you have to do manual treatment you have to to release the pressure in some way um if you have a a, a running knee uh, that's if you run too many to as I say if you if you have a body that run all the time and you run on on different kind of air uh, of surfaces maybe the pressure is too too much and and then you have the so the running knee is not the knee it's it's the whole pressure in the body it's the foot and it's the knee and it's the hip if you release the pressure pressure and got more more flow through in the, in the body it will heal itself so the problem is that maybe at we we look at it we are hard to look at at this kind of pressure and what happened with the body when you have too much pressure i realize that there's something we need to touch on before we move on because you mentioned it and it's uh, extremely interesting because and, and it's water yeah. <laughs> because you, men- you mentioned the, the fourth phase of water and we can't we can't just let that pass <laughs> so but it's we will talk a lot about that in future episodes as well but it's it's very interesting research about water and what's interesting with water as a subject is that it's central to all life on this planet but we understand so little about it but Jara Pollack is an American researcher who's been specializing in understanding water for a very long time and a couple of years back he also started to look into the fascia research and um, connect that with his knowledge about water but the main we'll talk more about and with him in the future as well but the the main thing with with easy water as he calls them exclusion zone water or what the fourth phase of water is that in the body it is found that water has a specific structure so it's not it's not frozen and it's not so it's not solid it's not liquid and it's not um um what do you say gaseous gaseous it's something in between so it's something in between solid and liquid it's a jelly so it's 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 not it's not like water in a glass it's more jelly mm. and 
this water so it's it's the water water molecules that actually structure themselves in a different way and it's it's structured different in different parts of the body but what's interesting with this structure that it calls the exclusion zone or the fourth phase of water is that it has extremely interesting properties for example one of those properties is that the exclusion zone water is called that because it excludes other things that shouldn't be there so there is like a a self-cleaning mechanism with this water which means that the more easy water you get the cleaner your body becomes so it's a way to to heal things or to push um, dangerous particles away from certain areas to make them more um, um, fluid and it also has an effect with the hyaluronic acid of the, the fluid part of the fascia which means it will if you have a lot of easy water it will be easier to absorb uh, uh, pressure it has function to it, there, there are uh, what do you say it's called um, there are hy- hypotheses that show that it can also help memory so the more exclusion zone water you have the more you will remember the the quicker you will think the the more intuitive you can become so it's it's really really interesting as a topic in itself so that that calls for another episode but what's what's fascinating with it is, is that the more the better quality of the water in your body the better the water heals mm-hmm. and it goes again for the principle we started with the more fluid flow you have the more flow you have in your body the more you heal the more flow you have in your body the better cell migration work, the better shock absorption work, everything works better, the better flow you have in your body. And then you can look at it as what stimulates flow and what inhibits flow. Mm. And when you go back to the the load and unloading of pressure, pressure is something that is created by everything we are, we subject our body to. So it's, it's around us all the time. And we need pressure to function. We're made to it's part of our spacesuits mm. on the spaceship that uh, goes in I think it's 1,600 1, uh, kilometers per hour that's like the, I think that's the speed of the earth so it's a, it's a fast moving spaceship yeah. <coughs> and it's rotating and it's a lot of stuff going on so we're, we're subject to pressure all the time but it's when the, the pressure becomes too much that's when, when it's not healthy for us and that could be a physical strain, it can be overexertion, it can be mental stress, it can be uh, illnesses, it can be medication, diet, drinks. Um, and if this becomes too long lasting, like if you have the pressure too long, then things start to happen. Then the flow decreases, then the fascia stiffens, then the structure impairs. And that in, <coughs> and that in itself creates chain reactions, which lead to further decrease of flow, further um, problems with the structure and when this goes on illnesses like frozen shoulder for example appear but also as you, you mentioned a while back this could also be the before cancer or before back pain or before diabetes or before so impaired flow and impaired structure is a preface to all dysfunctions and diseases yeah, I think Siegfried Menscher showed that uh, low back pain, it's a common disease on, on, on the Western world, I think in all of the world. Low back pain is, I think, about 7% of people get low back pain. And usually we, we explain it that it's, it's, it's something to the disc. It's something wrong with the disc. But he's, he showed that, that you have 
the, the problem with lower back pain, I, I think it took a little while to, to, to show it because it also is due to what kind of uh, devices do we have to look at things. And we have have the, the x-ray for a long time and we have different kind of x-rays. But if you do ultrasound, you can see different things. But it's not so easy to see. Uh, maybe we have it now, but not to see inflammation. Inflammation is redness, it's swelling and pain. So swelling is one thing about the inflammation. And the thing is so, uh, and I think lots of papers on it, it's at, that uh, in the lumbar fascia, you got inflammation swelling. And then you, if you have swelling, you have not so many flow, more pressure. And you have no pre- more pressure, you have the nerve uh, cells that react to, it's, it's too much pressure. So lots of pain is probably due to inflammation and to pressure. And the problem we have to treating pain is that we have painkillers. And painkillers maybe some some kind of healing mechanism is really good to have painkillers uh, for for healing the body. If 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 for instance if you have if you if you can't sleep then you can't heal the body. And if you have pain all the time you have hard to sleep. So maybe it you can have some kind of of, of benefits of painkillers but usually it's better to see what kind of the, what's the real problem with the pain uh, so uh, the, the, lots of things are coming from the, the fascia field in looking at different areas uh, Siegfried Mensa is a, is a guy anatomist but maybe specialized in muscles and uh, he he couldn't see that it was a muscle that was wrong what was the pain coming from? So they they, they did an experiment and, and, and on mice and, and saw that they could have actually pain in, in by, by making inflammation in the low back. So so uh, and and if you see it on, I think we have it on the fascia guide. It was a joint conference uh, 2015 on 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 cancer and. Um, Patricia Keely saw that if you have s- s- stiff uh, tissue stiffness, she actually did a gel that was stiff and one was not stiff. And um, she uh, had um, cancer cell growing there. And after 10 days, it was in the, in the stiffness, in the, in the tube that it was stiffness, it was cancer cells or, or metastase. And in the other, in the other that was uh, jelly, or more less stiff, it was ordinary cells. So... And I wrote to her, and it was quite interesting. Maybe you can treat cancer with by by making the 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 more fluid fluid in the tissue and make it re- re- regenerate. Uh, but that's that's not so easy to say to uh, to a researcher that don't work with body treatment. So the problem I think we have is to see another perspective. How do we do that? But that's that's another interesting thing here why we started talking about principles and because if you if you are to understand cancer for example mm. you're looking at cancer and the cancer cells and the tumors and you're looking at those you're not looking at what created all those what was the was the process behind this and if you look at principles and start from the from the what is life what is flow 
how does the body structure from the beginning? Do we mm. become what we what we do, what we eat, what we think, and what we where we are? From that perspective, it's a consequence from the other way around. You you look at this happened and then this 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 happened. But that could be that could be a period of ten years. Like for example, we have a lot of women who come to us with with chronic back pain, and most cases. It tracks back to um, giving birth 10 years ago. There were, and there was a complication while giving birth. And then they have walked with that complication and it's become a little bit worse every year. And it's like people think that, okay, I have a back problem and it's like, it just appeared. Or I have migraine and it's just, it's just appeared. But what this way of thinking teaches us is that it's always a long process it's kind of like an an ecological evolutionary process basically <laughs> yeah perhaps literally it is just that hmm. so understanding what fascia does and how it works is to start thinking of the body in consequences and also to look at the the simple things and we've been so we, we've been doing, by now we've been doing like, I think it's 120 hours of Swedish podcasts. And the conclusion is that it's really simple in a way. You need to be, uh, you need to breathe. Like take deep, deep breathing every day. Because that you really... Need to, you need to move. So, so everything <laughs> is simple, but the, the, the thing is, I think you, you must, the life is complex. It's a complex system. So, so the body is complex, but it's also it's also really simple. But the thing is that that's interesting that everybody has their own unique uh, suit for for life. There's never been here before. And the thing is, the thing I think it's interesting to when you see people that, that sometimes the body uh, or the living body is actually really not not coping with the one who is in the top, the mind. I had a guy who was coming here uh, the other day, he, he was, he had been sick for sev- five years and he was wanted to play ice hockey. And uh, the thing he did, that he was really good at shutting himself off because when you do ice hockey, you're in a, in a coliseum. It's, it's, a, it's, a game, it's a game that's really hard. And he was really tough. But he was also very sensitive. So if you're super sensitive and you shut yourself off, what will the body do then? So he had lost, I think, yes, he was, he, and I, I want to play hockey again. I said, he's, he was 24 years old and he looked like he was 15 because he had lost so many muscles, so much, so, so much body. So I said, you can't play hockey anymore because you haven't got the body for it. The one you're going to play with now is 24 years old. They weigh, they weigh 90 kilos and you're like 70 kilos. <laughs> you will be destroyed. The thing you must see, why are you shutting up your shutting up your system? Why are you, why are you not sensing yourself? So the, the interesting is the, the, the living body actually can give us directions what we shall do and not do. So, uh, uh, it, so, but then he had he had also he had also had um, 
uh, disorder by eating, a special disorder by eating, so he had also starved himself. That's quite unusual for a, for a guy, I thought, but maybe it isn't. So it's also interesting. Why did you starve yourself? Why did you lose weight? Wait, you want to play hockey, but your body doesn't want to play hockey because it wants to starve, to starve itself and, and it, it wasn't to build muscles. Why do you think it is like that? Interesting, he said. How come? I don't know. It's your life. So, so uh, you can always see things uh, within the environment you have been in. And how much is it? Uh, how much of that can you resolve or see in 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 disabilities or illness? That's interesting with a, with a fascia as a perspective. And it, you don't have to go to a, a shrink to see that something is wrong. It's the body will tell you that it's wrong. Mm-hmm. So what does the fascia do? It takes care of everything. everything. <laughs> <laughs> at the same time and as as per said you said the fascia what what do you say the fascia is the thing we are it's a place that where we exist no uh, at the, uh, that we are being no uh, i said something like it wasn't it was actually the body the living body uh, which we are um the body is the place where we occur yeah <laughs> that we occur that's that's another way of looking at it so everything is occurring in the body. So we, we are we are constantly mediating all kinds of influences: physical, chemical, emotional, energetic, uh, various kinds of en- energies. We are, we are always mediating. We are we aren't really cut off from everything. Yeah. And uh, so everything that passes through us goes also through the fascia, and fascia has to. Uh, other 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 aspects of the body also have to deal, deal with everything. The thi- but the thing with the fascia, since it uh, surrounds every cell and is a seamless system throughout the body, uh, everything in one way or another uh, uh, affects the fascia. And and that's the re- also the reason uh, the concept of flow and the experience of flow is so. Uh, I mean now the bodily experience of flow that that that, that it. Um, it's not constricted in any way anywhere in the body. Uh, that's why flow is so important bec- because things are. I think you have to l- start thinking, learn to think extremely literally about s- certain things. Mm. So if, if if you say if we say that, uh, that there is a constant flow in the body, uh, that's not the only flow uh, we have to think literally about because. The reason there is a flow in the body is that all kinds of things th- flow through the body mm. all the time. So mm. we, we we are not cut off. We are not isolated. Mm. We we are part part of the living environment. Mm. And we and we don't really understand how we're interconnected we are because I have one final example like how connected we are to everything. So when you when you breathe, like we think oh air in air out but when you breathe you actually take in oxygen nitrogen all these gases that are in our environment and it goes into your lungs and then parts of it are going into your blood and then your blood goes around the body and then it comes back and it takes away the things you shouldn't have anymore and that's what's breathing out so it's 
literally part of our whole body what we're breathing it's not just the lungs it then goes from the lungs out to the whole system and we tend to think of of breathing as one specific exercise that's connected to the lungs but breathing for example is connected to the whole body at the same time and the air we're breathing is connected to the air you're breathing because we're in the same room so we're much more interconnected than we are than we think we are Breathing, eating, and going to the toilet. That's the way we participate (laughs) and form parts of the ecosystem. Yeah.